Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. How is everybody doing? Thank you so much for listening on our very first episode of the Career Expert Live with a Life Coach Twist. My name is Joe Rychowski. People call me Joe Wu. That is a nickname I've had for some time. I'm going to get into that a little bit. But basically, the purpose of this show is um, to help people find their careers, get educated, you know, live a great life, and help employers find the right candidates as well. I've uh, got a great program today, I think, which is our, our very first program. Very excited. We've got Sherm Porter uh, coming up in just a few minutes, and it's going to be awesome to um, basically hear him uh, speak about his industry. So before we get Sherm on the line... Um, I want to talk to you about what is Joe Wu. So people have heard the name. A lot of my friends and family are like, what is this? What are you doing? Uh, so basically, uh, Joe Wu is a new business that helps job seekers get their career, income, and the life they want. Uh, we help employers find you know, the best candidates for the job with the next generation job board. And this is something that's going to be coming later in the year that we're very, very excited about. So the website will be up towards the end of June. It will be a basic uh, first phase website. Uh, it's going to feature life and career coaching, uh, so check it out. Uh, you can follow me on social media as well. It's all connected on the show here, so definitely make sure you sign up on all my social media accounts to follow and take advantage of some great pricing. Uh, so I've actually been in the uh, corporate world since I was 13 years old, uh, basically getting my working papers to start uh, waiting on tables. Uh, so I started at a very, very early age. Uh, and in my career, um, I've interviewed about 4,000 people, had about over 3,000 people work for me, and I've worked with the top CEOs to develop customer engagement programs and solve complex problems. I've developed a lot of employee engagement uh, programs as well. So I've definitely had a um, great deal of experience in uh, in my career, uh, and I think it's with this in mind and all this experience that I have that I hope to help all of you, uh, basically both the individual uh, looking for a career to improve your life, you know, finances, also help parents with their child's life and career, and helping employers find the right candidate. I think today, and basically today's day and age, uh, the job boards out there are really bad. Uh, people are looking for jobs all the time. Uh, it's taking a lot longer. Employers are spending countless hours trying to find people. Uh, so it's just not not good. Uh, so this is a great venture for me. I'm very excited about it. Uh, it's been a long time coming, uh, probably a good two years in the making, but we're, we're finally here, taking slow good steps. Uh, so I'm very excited about it and stay tuned. The best is yet to come. And as we continue to move forward with this uh, weekly radio program, there's going to be a lot of good formatting updates and things like that. So stick around with it. Might be a little loose in the beginning until we kind of get the right format and the right set and things like that. But I definitely think uh, it's going to be really good, uh, a good educational program. And you can also call in as well. So if you have any career questions, life questions in general, finances, whatever, uh, give me a call during the show. I'll open up the lines Typically, we'll do that kind of towards the end after we have our special guest. Uh, you can call in at 347-989-0028, and that's the number you can reach me at. I'll put you on the air and ask away. Uh, no topic is uh, off limits, and uh, very excited about it. Uh, so probably in just about a minute here, we're going to have our first guest uh, coming on, and our first guest is uh, Michael Porter. Uh, he's known locally in Delaware as Sherm Porter, and he's the owner of Sherm's Catering in Delaware. Uh, so Sherm's was actually opened in the fall of 2008 uh, with the vision of creating the area's finest food and memorable dining experiences with affordable prices. In 1991, uh, Sherm began his career in the restaurant business as a waiter. 
And he then moved up to managing, cooking, and serving in the military, and basically returned to restaurant business. And really, the rest is uh, rest is history. So it's a great thing. So we are getting ready to bring Sherm on in just a moment here. Uh, Sherm, are you uh, on the line? Yes, I am. How are you, Sherm? Can you hear me? I'm doing well. Yeah, How are you? Perfectly. Good. I'm right, doing cool. well. Thanks so much for joining us, man. No problem. Really appreciate it. So just giving a little bit of intro, and I was saying that uh talked about, you know, you started uh, your career, um, and you also were a 2013 Newcastle County, Delaware uh, Chamber of Commerce Entrepreneur Award winner. Uh, you've won numerous awards, uh, 2014 uh, Best Wedding Caterer Award, and uh, I think you recently won the 2015 The Happening List of uh, North Delaware as well? Yes, yes. Awesome. Uh, so everybody, welcome uh, Sherm to the show. Uh, and Sherm, uh, what we'll kind of do here is uh, each week I bring a guest on and we'll uh, kind of ask some questions uh, about how, um, how you got started, uh, some career-type questions and things like that. And I kind of felt, uh, you being the first guest, uh, very familiar to where I kind of started. I started out my career at, uh, I was telling the listeners um, that I started my career out at the age of 13, got my working papers and started waiting tables. So I started out in the hospitality industry as well. Uh, and that's really where I kind of developed my my customer service skills. So figured uh, it's a great uh, great to have you on. Um, Thank you. Thank you. So Sherm, yep. Can you tell yeah. us the um, the moment you decided you wanted to be in the catering hospitality industry? What was that moment like when you said, you know, this is where I want to be? Um, it kind of it was a twofold thing. Um, back when I was in the restaurant business and I was taking HRM in college. I love the, the party atmosphere. I love the food. I love a lot of stuff. But the restaurant business is a, is a hard grind. And I kind of got out of it and said I would never got, get back into it. And then I was helping uh, someone with um, – uh, she wanted to be a wedding and event planner, and, and I was helping her. And next thing you know, I got kind of asked a thousand times to cater their wedding, and I said no about 15. And on the 16th, I said yes. And I did it, and it was a lot of work. And then I was like, you know, this is a different side of the hospitality industry that I hadn't really done that much. Um, and I was like, this is pretty cool. And, you know, it wasn't really a decision of, of uh, it wasn't really a decision of passion. It was more a decision of necessity. I happened to be at the yeah. time in the, in the restaurant or in the real estate business and the commercial cleaning, like, kind of business and that was in 2008 when the crash happened and I was like you know it's the love of food or not the love of food and I got back into the love of food and it's kind of been history ever since so it's it wasn't necessarily like you know a, a like a manual decision of I love doing food this is something I should do it was kind of like I tried it and then at, the more I did it the more I loved it and the more I loved it the more I wanted to do more and the more I wanted to do more the more I love what I do so that's that's kind that's of awesome. how it grew, you know. I've always had a passion for food and fun and entertaining, so that was pretty easy. So, but um, once I kind of got into it, um, you know, it was it just the, the growth of loving what I do kind of grew even more, and that I do what I love every day instead of coming to work to do something that I don't love. So that definitely has been a, uh, an awesome experience in, in this part of my career in life. Very cool. Uh, so right now with your uh, business, uh, how many weddings and events do you do per month right now? 
Um, I didn't go to the monthly. We do about 12 to 15 events a week. Um, so, you know, if you, you did that out, you're looking at about anywhere from 40 to 60 events a month. Um, wow. And an event could be as much as 10 people or it could be as much as 300. So, I mean, it just depends. We do all kinds of different things. So, yeah, we're doing about 12 to 15 events a week. Gotcha. That's pretty cool. So what um, what current uh, staff size do you need to have to uh, to support something like that? Um, right now we currently have uh, six full-time uh, – I, I have six full-time uh, staff members. I have uh, my partner who is um, Rich Hughes, and he takes the food side of everything. And then um, I kind of manage the admin side with uh, – I just hired a new salesperson full-time, so I have a salesperson and two administrative people in the office full-time. And then we have uh, three part-time delivery drivers that work pretty much every day part-time, and then I have eight to 12 part-time wait staff. Wow, that's awesome. So what was your uh, biggest event like, um, and, and how did you plan for it? <laughs> um, you know, you, you when you do – the biggest event I did with 750 people was for the city of Wilmington. It was our holiday gathering, and it's when I was managing the city-county um, government center um, down on French Street, and, um, you know, when you do events, anything that you do over 100 people, is just you're just multiplying by 100. So once, once you learn how to staff up for 100 people, it's just in multiples of 100. Um, it's not really more people or more work. It's just you, you put everything together in the multiples of 100 and 150. So to do 750 people, it was just, you know, you had to have the food prepared and ready, um, and then it was just, you know, a four-hour grind. We started at 3 and got done at 8 o'clock, and it was just slicing. They had three carving stations, and then they had a room full of desserts and sides, and you just had people in there replenishing, and we had uh, roast turkey, roast beef, and roast ham. It was sliced in a carving station, wow. and you just kept slicing for four hours. Wow. Sounds like that was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a lot of work. So, it was a lot of fun. It was it was huge. It's, it's good to say that I did 750 people, so it's one of those things. That's cool. Yeah, definitely a big, big thing. Um, so thinking about your career a little bit, um, what's one mistake or let's say one failure you made along the way that you kind of said, you know, learned a lot from that lesson? Um, that, that was the funniest thing. Um you know, you, you gave me a little bit of stuff to look at and, and, and say. And, you know, I don't know that there's just one one thing that I've learned. I don't call anything a mistake or a failure because, you know, when you're self-employed, everything's a learning lesson. Um, you learn yep. that that was either a lesson that worked right or it's a lesson that worked wrong or you learn, learn that, okay, this is what happens when you do A instead of B. Um, I, they're not mistakes. Um, you know, there's just a lot of lot of learning lessons that come along with strapping on a hat that says you're in charge of a small business. And, um, you know, sitting down, I could give you like three bullet points of things that I would tell, uh, that I tell every um, new person that wants to own their own business is the first to get a great accountant that understands you, right. understands your business, and is willing to work within your means. And what I mean by that is, is that, you know, as you grow, your 
accounting is going to get larger and you're going to have to be charged more. But as you're small, you just need somebody that helps you and guides you along the way and isn't trying to just collect a paycheck. You know, it's you're going to build a relationship with this person and you're going to hopefully have a lifelong relationship with this either person, company, um, institution to help you along the way because your biggest pitfalls will be not properly, you know, um, paying your 941 taxes on time or that you didn't know that you had to do a new hire um, submit once you have employees and, you know, you have to have a new hire for unemployment insurance, for for, um, child support, you have to fill out every time you hire somebody, that kind of stuff. So, you know, that's always the number one. Find a great accountant that you guys get along and you understand each other and someone that, that is reputable in the industry. There's a lot of people out there that claim that they're accountants, but there's only a few people that actually are really good at what they do. Um, and that's what you need to find. Someone that's good, knows how to talk to the IRS, knows how to help because you're going to make mistakes. You're going to not file things on time because you don't understand and you don't know. And there's there's a rule book. It's about 18,000 pages long and nobody reads it. So, you know, the second is, I would say, um, systems. Um you need to learn to put in systems to have a system in place that you work yourself out of every position in a company. And, and the people that have been Great doing advice. it for a while and, thing, and the people that have just started um, are like, there's no way. It, it'll happen. It takes time. But you have to learn to put a system in place so that the wheel is always turning and the, and and things are you're replacing yourself because that's what you want, to replace yourself with people that are smarter and better than you in certain positions that you're not the expert in. And that's HR, that's accounting, that's admin, that's a lot of things for me. So you have to find good people to start replacing key positions once you grow to a certain size. Yep, otherwise you're going to be working uh, working your tail off, working 100 hours a week and burning yourself out pretty quickly. It's great advice. Still going to work 100 hours a week, but at least you're going to be working 100 right. hours a week doing something you like versus doing something you don't like. <laughs> yeah, true, exactly. You, uh, when you're self-employed, the piles of stuff you don't want to do gets large and large and large, and then it costs a lot of money to have somebody do it for you. So. Yep, I'm learning that very well. Um, so another yeah. another question I have for you is, um, is there like a daily ritual you have to kind of get yourself going to have a successful day, something you do that you can share with our listeners? Um, a daily ritual. Um, you know, I, I, I think the, the biggest thing is, you know, as you start to acquire a staff, um, the biggest thing is to come in positive. Um, I, I am blessed that I can wake up and I don't need a cup of coffee I don't need to drink iced tea or soda. I wake up and I'm pretty much in a good mood, ready to rock and roll. Um, but you still have to reject that. So you, you come in, you start, you say hi. I, I try to say hi to everybody on my way in, um, no matter where it is. Or if they're not coming in, I say hi. And just start start positively every day with a positive thought, a positive um, message to, to everyone you work with. If you're by yourself, you have to have a goal. You have to set it. Um, you know, when I was, it was me. You know, I was the the dishwasher, candlestick maker, and, you know, the the person that picked up the phone, answered the phone, emailed, they made the delivery, made the food, you know, back in the day, you know, which was seven short years ago. Um, you just have to always remember, keep your eye on where you want to go and where you want to be, and you'll get there. You know, you have to always have 
an outward extending goal of this is where I want to be in 12 months, this is where I want to be next month, this is where I want to be tomorrow. This is my plan for today to get there. Um, as you grow, you have other people there. You have other, you know, rulers, and you have to make sure that everybody's doing what you used to do, you know, in your fashion. So there's not a specific, like, ritual I do every morning, um, but I try to get up every morning and be positive as soon as I walk in the door and try to project positivity regardless, you know, of, of what's going on. We smile, we talk. Um, you know, there's never any... You know, we sat down today. I have a month, a Monday, a Monday meeting every every Monday, and it doesn't. It's not necessarily in the morning, but we just recap the weekend because the majority of my business is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So we Great recap strategy. the kitchen. Yeah, the kitchen talks to the front of the staff, and we all sit there and we all go over what worked great, what didn't work so good, how can we fix it, how you know what's something for that we're all working on for the week, you know, and that's how we focus on it, and that way everybody understands what everybody's doing so that. There's no questions of animosity between departments or, or to, between people. I mean, communication is key, and and when you're running a company with employees, you have to communicate at all times, and you have to be the cheer, the spiritual cheerleader for everybody. I'm a coach. I'm a personal. I'm a personal life coach. A business coach. I'm everything because everybody has problems, and and it, it comes to work. If, and you have to learn to work with it and help people deal with things to fix them because it affects your bottom line if it's if either. Yep, that's awesome. Uh, so as we kind of conclude the interview here, um, question I want to ask you kind of help your business as well as are you uh, currently hiring? And if so, um, what are you hiring for? We are always looking for good staff uh, as far as like um, – if anybody is looking to be a wait staff, like a banquet wait staff, we're always looking for that. We're always looking for good delivery drivers. Um, those two positions are obviously part-time. Um, we're not staffed or we have full-time staff members for that, those two positions yet, but um, that's always great. Um, you know, we're growing, so I never know really what I'm going to need um, as far as, you know, other salespeople, things like that. I just hired, like I said, I just hired um, a new salesperson to, start taking on sales, but in my industry, if there's somebody coming from my industry that has a group of people that they deal with, then I'm always willing to, to listen um, to see how it will, you know, impact and affect us positively. I'm, I'm always looking for somebody um, positive. I mean, we're looking for good people, whether it's just, you know, um, somebody that comes in a couple hours a week and it's they deliver or they come in for, you know, us every Saturday and they're serving on our team. Um, you know, we're always looking for good people. Awesome. Very, very cool. So um, how can someone get in touch with you uh, for your catering and hospitality services? You can kind of give everybody your website information and, and your phone sure. number. Um, I think it'd be great if anybody's Absolutely. interested. Uh, you know, Sherm is sure. awesome and uh, good. We, um, we're for, for, uh, real quick, we're a full service cater company, so we do everything from um, we actually just rolled out a new um, meal program where you can um, buy meals on a weekly basis. It's uh, 10 meals for 60 bucks, um, all the way up to a wedding, um, which we're obviously um, we've been voted experts in um, at the Winter's Choice and at North Delaware Happenings um, last year, and then this year North Delaware Happenings Reader's Choice comes in July, so that'll be the, the next one we're looking to get again. But uh, so, and anything in between, if you guys are looking for just a tray of ziti or meatballs or porkette or broccoli, all that kind of stuff, just give us a call. 
Um, the office were open pretty much every day, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, in the office, and that, that number is 302-607-7200. Um, if you want to email us, the best email is sales, S-A-L-E-S, at shermscatering.com, which is S-H-E-R-M-S, catering is C-A-T-E-R-I-N-G.com, um, and you can email us that. You can go on the website, that's www.shermscatering.com, um, and that's, you know, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're always throwing out promotions. Um, if you guys like us on Facebook, when we get to 2,000 um, friends, we're giving away a um, a dinner for two. So if you guys aren't friends with us, please go on Facebook and like us, and everyone will be entered in to win a dinner for two. Awesome. Very, very cool. Uh, so, Sharon, before we go, my final question um, I like to ask um, guests is, uh, it's kind of retrospective. So looking back at your career, and if you were sitting in front of your 21-year-old self right now, what would you tell that 21-year-old self right now? Um, you don't know everything you think you know, and stay humble. Um, as as you, as you listen to everyone, um, take everything that you hear and compartmentalize it and and learn and listen. Um, and as you grow and become successful, stay humble. And I think that's the hardest two things is that you never stop learning. And once you start to receive accolades, remember to be humble about the accolades you receive um, because as quickly as everything comes, that's as quickly as everything can go. So um, just be humble and, and always continue to learn. You don't know everything, nor will you ever know everything. You continue to learn. And I learn from my employees every day. I learn from the people around me. Um, I'm always constantly trying to figure out how I can learn from every situation so that the company grows and I grow. Awesome. Very, very cool. Well, thank you so much, Sherm, for uh, for joining us today. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, I know your time is very valuable. Uh, good luck with your business. Again, anybody, uh, if you're interested in Sherm, you got the contact information. We'll put it up on the uh, radio website as well. And uh, appreciate your time today, Sherm. No problem, Joe. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. Take care. Sherman Porter, everybody. All right. Thanks again, Sherm. So we actually have about uh, seven minutes left in the broadcast here, uh, just a weekly half-hour show right now. And as I said again, we might want to look at expanding this depending on how things go. Uh, so if anybody wants to call in right now, uh, taking calls at 347-989-0028. Any career questions, life coaching questions, anything that you have in mind, feel free to call me in and uh, we'll talk. Uh, so let's get right to some of the news right now in the job market that is impacting your world. Um, not sure if everybody heard, but with the labor market in the U.S. here strengthening in May, uh, the U.S. employers added 228,000 new jobs. And the unemployment rate rose, though, from 5.4% to 5.5%. Um, this is actually largely due to an improving market uh, drawing additional 400,000 Americans into the labor force. So obviously, it uh, looks like the uh, job markets are getting a little bit better little by little, and new numbers are coming in. Uh, and these numbers actually include those working and looking for jobs. So it looks like things are, things are turning very well. Uh, some layoff news. Um, HSBC announced it's actually preparing for job cuts. Uh, so this is actually from Bloomberg News, and the cuts may actually target 20,000 uh, employees worldwide. Uh, J.P. Morgan as well has actually begun layoffs. They announced this uh, 
about a week ago, uh, about 5,000 to be completed by next year, and this is broad-based layoffs. Uh, some colleges of note, uh, we actually heard that University of Illinois and University of Arizona are actually planning uh, layoffs, and this was actually reported by uh, both uh, local papers in Arizona and Chicago. Uh, Crate and Barrel is actually closing their flagship store in New York City. Uh, QVC also confirmed it's closing its Port St. Lucie, Florida call center. I believe they opened that up um, not too long ago, a couple years ago. So sad to see that. Um, and actually, a big topic we want to talk about uh, before we're out of time is outsourcing. And this is something we might actually get to talk to next week as well. But I know outsourcing is a uh, seems like a dirty word to a lot of people. Um, so basically, what outsourcing really is is it's jobs that are actually uh, sourced outside of the U.S. You have offshore, which is basically in countries like India. Uh, you have nearshore, which could be, let's say, the Caribbean, uh, Mexico. Uh, and there's also now what's called farm shoring, which is actually where some of the outsourcing is coming back in. And farm shoring is very cheap local rural areas, uh, sort of country like Iowa. Like Iowa City, Iowa would be a, a farm shoring. Uh, so outsourcing has really been around for, for some time. And Disney was actually in the news just recently, a few days ago, uh, about 250 Disney employees uh, in IT basically who kept the uh, data systems humming were told their jobs are being eliminated. Uh, and this is the, the hard part, I think, for them is that uh, they have to train employees from India who'd be on visas. So this is sort of, I think, a new twist in outsourcing. Is you've got folks coming in on a visa, which is called H-1B, and they're coming in for a short time. Um, these are actually visas designed for foreigners with advanced science or computer skills and kind of fill discrete positions um, in the American workforce. Uh, basically, this is where um, companies don't have to recruit American workers uh, for various types of skill sets, uh, and they're coming in for less money. So it's definitely something that's um, that's uh, coming into play a little bit more. Um, and, and I get it that people are going to be pissed off um, about outsourcing, you know. It's, but it's been around for for some time, and it's you know again, people view it as a dirty word that we're shipping a lot of jobs, um, you know. But I think there are some good points to outsourcing. You know, I've been a power to outsourcing. I've outsourced myself out of a job. Uh, I do know it saves companies 25 to 50%. So I've seen the numbers and I've seen where companies' bottom line really actually uh, do well. Uh, but I think it's going to continue in some way. I don't think there's going to be a major push to India. I think there's going to be more of a shift to this sort of nearshoring or farm shoring, uh, back, bringing things back into the U.S. Um, but we have to really be brutally honest with ourselves. Um, you know, we're, I know we're all bitching and complaining about it. You know, we post on Facebook all the time. But I think the biggest thing is for us is to improve our skills. Uh, to me, that's, I think, one of the things that I've seen is where we go to outsourcing for specific computer skills. Um, and I think as, you know, a country in the U.S., we've really got to make sure that we step our bar game and improve our skills. Take courses. There's a lot of free courses. I mean, the Internet has so much stuff. You can Google anything right now and, and find courses for free. Even check with your employer. Uh, and I think it's very, very important to um, to continue to take courses as much as you can to improve your skill set so you don't lose a lot of these jobs and you become a valuable uh, key player with your employer. Um, and I think what we do with this is we really let employers dictate our careers. Um, and I think this is really cornerstone of why I'm doing this business is to let all of you uh, get in control of your career. Um, you know, I think time is irrelevant as well. You know, people say, oh, I don't have enough time to really kind of work on my my skill set, I don't have enough time to do all these things. I think that's just a, a lot of hokiness. We really got to step up our game and listen to CDs, audiobooks, um, anything you can to really improve your skill set. And one of the things that I actually uh, did in my career is I always would sit down with my manager at a review 
and say, hey, what are things that I need to learn you know, for the next review period? And I document those, and my manager and I would have dialogue. We put them into kind of a performance plan or review where we would actually work together kind of to improve those skills. So that's definitely key. But uh, I know we're kind of running out of time here. We've got about 90 seconds to go. So let's definitely continue the outsourcing uh, discussion next week. Uh, I think we can talk a little bit about how we can actually fix it. We've got some ideas on how to fix it. But also, too, I think more so how to really put yourself um, in the driver's seat of your career. Because uh, that's really, I think, the biggest thing right now is people aren't doing work. You know, not planning enough for our career. You know, we, as I always say, we plan for weddings, we plan for parties very well, we plan for graduations, and we just don't really plan, uh, I think, very well in our career. And hopefully, this business will actually help all of you plan. Um, so feel free to get in touch with me on social media. As I said again, the website will be up very, very soon. Looking forward to it. And obviously, you know, on the Blog Talk Radio here, we'll have a weekly show. But I'm very excited. Next week, uh, I'll actually be down on vacation in the Outer Banks in North Carolina. And we'll actually be interviewing Doug Brindley, who's a major real estate person and the president and founder of Brindley Beach in uh, Coral, North Carolina. So it's going to be awesome. So we're actually going to be broadcasting right from the beach. So we're just about out of time. So I thank all of you very, very much for joining. It uh, looks like we've had a pretty good audience here. I won't have all the numbers uh, for a little bit. But thank you all so much for, for joining this week. It's the first show. Very excited and look forward to continuing to improve and helping to, to serve all of you. Take care. Uh, and thank you for listening and joining me. And thank you for being part of this journey. I really appreciate it. And good night. And live amazing, everybody.